You're listening to the God, God Life, Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and thank you so much for tuning in to the God Life Culture Podcast. We are so excited to get into a brand new episode, another discussion. We want to remind you to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast so you can be notified when we drop a new episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating. This helps put our podcast in front of more people. Eddie, how are you feeling today? At the moment, I am feeling very excited because at least in New York, we're getting into that time of year. Although the weather does get a little bipolar, but it's getting a better weather. The temperatures are doing a little bit better. You know, daylight saving time has happened already. You know, there's more sun in the day, uh, which then gets people to, you know, there are people who, I forgot what the psychological term for it, but there are people that because of it being more cloudy or getting darker earlier, they become you know more down a little bit more depressed and stuff so with the sun being out we are you know i am hoping to see a lot more smiling and happy people and and faces uh today we took the the boys out you know uh for a walk and we passed by the park and everybody was out you know a whole bunch of kids running around and stuff so it's great to see that type of energy and thing um happening you know and everybody's kind of getting out of their hermit crab shells and you know out and about yeah. I mean, even today, uh, you know, going into work in the morning, it was definitely uh, it was cold in the morning. Yeah. You know, so you go in with your coat and then <laughs> on the way back home, like once you leave, uh, the sun was out, yeah. you know, beautiful weather. So it was like no need for a coat. Had my windows down driving home. You know, yep. I was acting up, acting like it was like 85 degrees outside. But, you know, again, it just kind of, you know, brings you back to the summertime, uh, you know, sun shining just you know being outside and i know last summer it was a weird summer mm-hmm. for some of us right mm-hmm. i did you know have uh, some nice memories you know over the summertime and you know going into my parents pool and little things like that um you know with being home those moments were definitely like oh you know i need mm-hmm. a pool i need to go somewhere um you know but again it it does remind us that Darkness does not last forever. Yep. We've spoken about this before. Um, you know, daylight saving times just uh, just happened, mm-hmm. right? So we're springing forward. So we should be enjoying some more time um, of sunlight and, you know, taking advantage of those um, opportunities to just be outside and, and yes. you know, be active and take kids out if you have kids and, yep. you know, just get outside. It does make a difference to be yeah. outside. Yeah, it makes a difference. And, you know, there are concerns and stuff. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. You got a bunch of people that have gotten one or both shots of the vaccination. You have other people that haven't and are not planning to. Um, So there is like a mix of population of people. I even see this at work where you got a whole bunch of people walking around like, you know, they are immune to COVID. (laughs) It's like, boy, you better put your mask on. Like, what are you doing? Um, So there is a little nervousness that that does go on uh, when it comes to that. You have the people who, you know, subscribe to the philosophy of, 
um, you know, whether or not it's not real or it's not that serious. So, you know, there are different levels of people that you encounter, the people that are walking around in a hazmat suit and the people that are walking around willy nilly. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's just really about being respectful to, to everyone and how they feel about their situation. Yeah. Um, you know, if I if I'm more if I am more of the more conservative side um, and thinking of, you know, I'd rather be safe. I'll put my mask on or whatever. If I see somebody without a mask. You know, I'm not like, hey, you, what are you doing? You irresponsible. Like, that's not right. what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be like, all right, I'll just stray to the other side. Yeah. And, and do I my think, own thing. I think now the CDC just put out that if you get vaccinated, yes. you don't need to wear a mask yeah. or socially distance. And I think they have like, you know, certain Within, exceptions. Uh, yeah, it was like you if know. you're like around other people that have been vaccinated right, and all right. that other stuff. Yeah, they, they are changing the the restrictions and the guidelines. And, you know, it is a developing uh, situation and sometimes there are some contradictions and stuff but like that's why i said at the time you have to really do what's best for you and yours be respectful of the other choices that people make um that way because i really don't think at this point we're over a year in or just over a year in for us to be having debates in the middle of the supermarket right, <laughs> about right. whether or not like listen that person is gonna stick they've been sticking to that ideal for over a year you're not gonna change them yeah just i mean and we moving. even we even see celebrities right and you know people that have big followings on social media that will post that they're somewhere or doing something mm -hmm. and they may not have a mask on and people go in on them yeah. like you know you're being highly responsible mm -hmm. you know not wearing a mask and i even see uh certain people that you know they they're taking a picture let's say mm -hmm. or they're just recording a quick video so they take their mask off just for the picture and the video <laughs> so they but see. they they preface it by saying i had my mask on the whole time yeah. i'm just taking it off right now we're being really safe you know so again even those high profile celebrities mm -hmm. and people and you know uh people that have large following and influencers and all of that definitely uh, still get the heat too, you know, and still get uh, attacked, you could say, by those people who think they should be wearing it 24 7. Yeah, and then you have the people that are the complete opposite and go into that whole philosophy of uh, don't be a, a, a sheep, I think is what they say, and all this other stuff. So, you know, at the end of the day, keep the peace yes. however you can. I really think it's not necessary unless someone is putting you in a position where you do have to be vocal about it, then absolutely do what you got to do. Uh, but, you know, it's just. I'm just looking for all of this to be over so that it's no longer, you know, this big cloud that's hovering over everybody. You know, you didn't mention this thing about celebrities and influence and all this other stuff. And we were having a conversation off air about the whole idea of being an influencer. What does that mean? What does that look like? And is it necessary for somebody to put in their name or in their bio or in the description, you know, I am John Doe, a, you know, artist, uh, a political commentator, a food enthusiast and influencer. <laughs> like the whole <laughs> idea of do you even need to put influencer out there? Um, and what does that mean? Like, I don't know, you know, what are your thoughts on the whole idea of someone self-describing themselves and giving themselves the title of influencer. Right. I mean, I think we live in a time where most people do it. Most people want to be an mm -hmm. influencer or have some type of influence over people. Um, you know, and we were talking and, and saying that, you know, my opinion is regardless if you have a large following, you know, of millions or hundreds of thousands or thousands, or if you just have a few hundred mm -hmm. or five people, that's not your immediate family, right? <laughs> you influence other people. 
by the things that you put out there, by your lifestyle, by what you say, you know what I mean? Um, us just doing this podcast, we could have, you know, an influence on, you know, someone's life and in someone's decision-making, right? Um, you know, we hear people preach and teach and we go to church and I would like to say that we're influenced by their messages, right? Mm -hmm. We're influenced by the teachings. We're influenced by the worship. Um, now, I think there's a difference between, you know, the, what the word influencer means, someone mm -hmm. of influence or impact, right? Either negative or positive. Mm -hmm. I think then there's a difference where, you know, I do YouTube videos and tutorials and I do this and I do that. And like you said, I'm all these different things and I'm an influencer and I'm letting mm -hmm. you know I'm an influencer so you can, you know, watch my stuff and be influenced. You know, yeah. I think it's more of a title that shows... Um, I want to say shows the need or demand for respect, right? Where they're someone who has a voice, there's someone who has a gift, there's someone who has some type of talent that, you know, they believe they, they use for influence, mm. you know? Um, do I think it's necessarily a bad thing for someone to have that in their, you know, Facebook page or Instagram bio or YouTube, whatever? It doesn't bother me, but do I feel that, we are in a generation where we are overly saturated with influencers and the need for influencers and people desiring to be influencers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and influence people to do things, buy their stuff, you know, uh, listen to their music or think the way they think. Yes. I mean, I, I take it, you know, and I do, I do understand what you're saying from, but I think that in 2021 at the moment, and it's going to sound really crazy and, I would apologize if I wanted to, but I'm not going to apologize for what I'm about to say. But I think there are people that have an air of delusion about themselves when they do self-describe themselves as an influencer, you know, where it is kind of like, oh, no, you know, I have to post this chai latte so that, you know, my three followers can, you know, also go out and like and comment and get a chai latte as well. Because if I post that chai latte, People are going to. So it's like that whole thing of, you know, like this whole grandeur and delusion of you're impacting the masses when in reality you're not. And mm -hmm. I think that a true influencer is someone who does what they are passionate about, what their life calling is, you know, not even talking the spiritual realm, just their life calling. You know, they're an artist, they're this, they're that or whatever, you know, and because they are genuinely being themselves, that has an impact on people. And it influences them in one way or another. But I do think that there are people that are absolutely delusional yes. and, you know, have this idea about themselves that they are this mass impactor and influencer. Listen, they're speaking, they're not. you know, prophetically. They're <laughs> no. prophesying, okay, about their situation. Okay, <laughs> No. But, you know, this is something that I, I've been thinking. I was thinking about this the other day, you know, um, with the with the rise of social media, right, with all of the news, you know, apps and things out there, um, specifically TikTok, right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you can do a challenge, right? There's so many challenges happening that people were doing, right? You can do a challenge and you could be so good at what you do. You put a twist on it. It was so creative that it goes viral. Mm -hmm. And you can go from a few thousand followers to hundreds of thousands of followers. And this has happened, yeah. especially in the Christian circle. There have been so many people who just put up worship videos or whatever. And the worship video, so many people shared it. They got so many followers. Their TikTok following goes up. They connect to their person's Instagram, right? 
where I think like in the past, people had to work their craft and mm. work their their gift in order to have a following, right? Yeah. And they I, needed to go somewhere where there were so many people, mm -hmm. right? And work and rehearse and practice and do those things, right? In order to have the effects that right now you can get overnight. And I think, is it, you know, I don't think actually it's okay for, for those people to have that type of experience because many times they don't learn the necessary lessons that they should have learned along the way, mm -hmm. right? Where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you just took out a guitar, you took out a piano, you sang a few notes, you know, you did a challenge, you did this, you did the other thing. And overnight, you now are, you have a huge following that you don't want to look at it like you're responsible for, mm -hmm. but what you put out, again, if you're an influencer or want to be an influencer, you need to understand you have that power to mm -hmm. influence someone's life. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I, I think, you know, it does raise the question of does going viral equate to influence, being an influencer? Because there are people that go, viral for bad reasons you know you had the the i forgot what her name was but they referred to as the gorilla glue girl yeah who you know put gorilla glue on her hair and then it was for a hot minute with not knowing what to do she tried to wash it out it became like this viral like internet sensation of people you know being invested in one way to her story others finding it comedic um and those other stuff or whatever you know got bunch of followers got yeah. you know opened the gofundme page got a bunch of donations that came from that or whatever you know does that quote-unquote rise to stardom equate to then her feeling like she's an influencer like she had merch out she got yeah. merch done. but she i think that's the thing i think whether she wanted to or not or thought it would happen or not mm -hmm. she became an influencer she was on talk shows being interviewed mm -hmm. you know what i mean so she was in daytime tv telling her story like, but then the question is, does she consider herself to be an influencer or someone who is capitalizing on an opportunity that was given? Because there are people that just stumble upon stuff like, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't have the intention. They didn't have the they weren't trying. It's like, I don't know if you've seen like the, there's this meme that went around. They call it the kombucha girl where she like takes takes a taste of the kombucha uh, drink. I don't know if you ever know what it is. No idea um, what you're talking and, about. And, you know, she makes a like, 43 different uh, facial expressions. Like, you know, one second she likes it, the next minute she's thinking about it, whatever, you know, becomes this big viral thing. And I was seeing an interview of her where at the time she was working at a bank. I think it was a bank. She was working at a bank. She was doing her thing or whatever. And then all of a sudden this video exploded. She became viral and she continued to do like little videos here and there. But her job asked her, you know, you need to like stop doing this or you got to leave the bank because <laughs> we don't want to be associated with this whole situation. And she said deuces to the bank and she became an internet, you know, personality, you know, so there are people that their intention was not that they were not trying to be a meme. They were not trying to do anything. They were just genuinely posting something random and, you know, somebody gets a hold of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a famous person that sees it randomly post it. And then that becomes like the domino effect that happens. Um, and they capitalize on it. They make money off of it. They get branding deals. They, you know, open up a YouTube page and start doing all this other stuff. Um, but then there are people who literally just get on any type of social media platform with the intention to try to become an influencer, you know, and I think there's two different groups of people when it comes to that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the definition of influencer is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. And what, you know, like you said, I wouldn't, 
you know, there's certain people that I wouldn't consider them influencers, but yeah. they are having influence over people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are those that work for it. They mm-hmm. do the challenges. They do all the things. They go to the places that they know people will be there watching or paparazzi, all these different things. Right. They do everything that they can within their power to become that person of influence. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think drives people or pushes people to want to become an influencer? Why do you think this is such a thing? I think it's it's because it's the thing to be famous. You know, years ago it was I want to be a movie star or to be I want to be a um a musician or something like that. And there were channels and ways at the time to do that. You know, a lot of people who lived in like rural America or wherever, you know, they would go to New York. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to yeah. graduate high school. I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to, you know, go to NYU or Juilliard or whatever and I'm going to you know, tryouts for Broadway. Like there was like a quote unquote, you know, uh, a clear way or direction in order to be famous. Like you had to go to New York or LA, you had to audition for Broadways or you had to do this, you have to do that. Now we find ourselves in an era where none of that is really necessary because if you can make it right viral on any social media platform that opens doors to, um, to connections and to people that are going to shoot you to stardom. You know, you don't, if you're a really good singer who your video goes viral, maybe you don't have to do the 43,000 auditions to get into a Broadway or into a movie or into a something because somebody's going to see you. You're the new hot commodity and they're going to be like, you know what? We need so-and-so to play the lead because they're the new hot thing. Yeah. So it's really about people wanting to be influencers because of what they can get out of it. I think it's a very small percentage of people that want to be influencers because they want to have a positive impact on the world or they want to like guide people, you know, to making good and positive decisions. I really do think that the majority of people are really out of it because they're looking for the deals, the brand deals, the sponsorships, the connections, the money. You know, you see a lot of these um, social media influencers and stuff like that in these mansions and these parties and these things and that. And there's like homie is 17 years old with a mansion um, living in a hillside with his three friends. And you know what I mean? So it was like that idea of, oh, that's what I want to do. That's how you make it big. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that I think most people, like you said, are after the fame portion of it, right? Um, you know, when it comes to you know, the Christian perspective, right? When it Mm -hmm. comes to now Christian influencers, um, you know, we would hope that the drive behind it is that whatever your message is or whatever your gift is, whatever God has given you, the hope is that people, you know, are blessed by it, right? That that's what, that's what you push, right? Not necessarily, I want people to know me. I want people to know who I am, right? Um, But I have to agree that, you know, within even the Christian circle, we we've seen mm-hmm. that there are there is this you know uh, overly populated mm-hmm. right uh, arena of influencers right of yes. people sharing their thoughts and opinions. And personally, I think there are certain things you can express your thoughts and opinions on. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't done your research, if you're not an expert. Okay, if you have no experience in that or if you haven't spoken to someone who has experience or, you know, gone out the way to speak to someone, um, you know, that could help deliver your point, then maybe you should think about, you know, whether or not you're going to talk about that thing, Mm -hmm. you know, or do that thing. I think a lot of times, you know, we live again in a time where people react 
to news, right? They react mm-hmm. to politics. Right, right now, politics is the big thing, right? We have, um, you know, I was just watching on YouTube this week, um, a few Christian, you know, commentators and influencers, right, that are reacting to some of the bills that are being passed and some mm-hmm. of the things that are happening in the White House and all of that. And you can tell the people that actually know what they're talking about mm-hmm. and can call them, you know what, they did their homework, they did their research, okay, that's an influencer. Like they, And then you have someone with maybe even a larger platform or larger following mm-hmm. that you can tell they're just speaking out of emotion and they're just speaking about what they know, what they hear, mm-hmm. right, or what they think they know. Yeah. And, you know, you can definitely tell the difference. I think, you know, especially as Christians, right, you know, Christian influencers and people of influence and impact do exist, but does that mean that you need to address and comment on every topic or trending thing that's happening? You know, does that mean that you need to talk about and give your opinion on things if you are not an expert in that, or if you really don't have a lot of background information and you're going to go based off of something you heard or something you think is right? You know, I think that that can be problematic. When we get people that, you know, just because they consider themselves a Christian, right, that they're speaking, um, you know, to large platforms or large groups of people about a topic that they may not have that much education or experience on. I don't know. What do you think? I think what I think is, is that what comes with being an influencer or someone of notoriety or a great following is you do have a responsibility to be in the know of what's happening. So you maybe went into life not being a political buff, not being someone who was into what was happening, um, you know, socially or the justice system or anything or whatever it is um, around the world. But because you become a person of influence and because you become a person with a following, you have to be prepared for someone to question you on those things you know go yeah go ahead so uh, quickly i mean this brings me back to we did a whole episode on it that a mm-hmm. lot of people listen to um and continue to listen to the white blessing episode when louis giglio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um had you know a panel of people discussing yes. and they had lecrae on the panel yes. right and um you know basically you know saying all those things but he said about the white blessing instead of calling it white privilege right mm-hmm. louis giglio is somebody that i believe that has influence mm-hmm. at all those people on the panel lecrae mm-hmm. i believe that he has knowledge i believe he's smart mm-hmm. intelligent but do i think that maybe he had the necessary education or experience to talk about race and to talk about um racial reconciliation and those things probably not mm-hmm. you know so then he brings someone like lecrae who does this right mm-hmm. and then puts him in an awkward position you know, in front yes, of so many but people. That's, that's where you get into the conversation. It's, it's a hard conversation to have, but into the conversation of intent. Are you having this conversation on this platform because it's what everybody else is doing? Right. You know, all the other, you know, big churches are having panels on race right, right. and all this other stuff. So we got to get on the wagon. We got to make sure that we're having a panel on race, even though it's not something that you are familiar with in the sense of looking at it from the perspective of somebody of color. Because you have a perspective or they had a perspective as a white male in the United States. But do you have the perspective of a person of color? Have you had those conversations? Have you had experiences with them in order to bring forth a conversation where you can share your experience and also relate to theirs? You know, and I think that that's maybe where the mistake was. And it's almost like, would it have been better? And I know this isn't even a topic that's trending now to Mm -hmm. talk about anymore. Wouldn't it have been better to just have a Lecrae talk? 
would it have been better mm-hmm. to just have you know, a Sarah Jakes Roberts or Devon Franklin or people mm-hmm. of color that are influencers, that are leaders in you know, yes the Christian no, circle because I, to speak? Because I think of the interview that um, Stephen Furtick did with Pastor John Gray. Yeah. Stephen Furtick is a white boy from the South or whatever who had a conversation with John Gray and but his experiences are what help him have um a full discussion and a double sided and, and a full view um conversation because he's a white guy who has been in uh, the the um in the company of people of color. You know, he has sang with people of color. Yeah. He has ministered with people of color. You know, he has been around his boys, his friends and stuff like that. You know, so me, a Puerto Rican from Brooklyn, I have an experience where I've been around and I've had friends of multiple nationalities. Do I have um, the ability and the knowledge to speak on the perspective of a white person? No, because I don't have a big circle uh, i don't have no one yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. think i know anybody who's just <laughs> like straight up white some. american <laughs> you though different for you right, though right. it's different right you know you went to school where it was a lot of predominantly white people and stuff like that or whatever so our you know our point of view is different or whatever but i have also made it a a conscious decision to be in tune to those conversations, to know what the experiences are. And, you know, and it goes, people can say that about us. You know, you yeah. are two boys, two boys, two men who, you know, don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're not a professional in this. You're not a professional in that or whatever. But we have opinions and, you know, we have things to say about stuff. But we also have our finger on the pulse of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that just jump on stuff because that is what trending or that's what yeah. you know in the now or whatever versus other people who are like no i've done research or i have experience with that i know people that have experience with that or whatever i am aware of what that is and that's why we are able to form opinions on those things so moral of the story is that being an influencer <laughs> takes work right yes. and this is not something that we can just uh put in our bio and not really act on it, right? Mm-hmm. This is not something that we can put on a resume and just like, you know, leave it there because it looks I mean, looks you good. can, but the question is that if somebody came up to you and asked you, oh, I saw that you, you know, you you you, you labeled yourself as influencer. How do you feel like you influence the world? Like yeah. If somebody poses that question to you, be sure to have an answer that they can walk away with having confidence that, you know what, this person knows what they're talking about. Yeah, and also, you know, when it comes to this, we I think we often think about online, Right. Mm-hmm. But what type of influence are you having with the people around you? Yes. Within your circle, in yeah. your home, you know, at your job, in your school, in your church. Mm-hmm. You know, we touched on this with Layla a few weeks ago, the idea of the local church. Oftentimes mm-hmm. we want to go out and we want to have people know us outside. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we don't use our gifts and our influence in the church that we go to. Yeah. Right. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, really, you know, like that example that she gave about the well. Right. Mm-hmm. And having to like invest in that well that mm-hmm. she draws from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's this idea of I think people, again, like we said, just want to have influence either for the fame or for the recognition. But uh, the consequences or the side effects mm-hmm. of influence, you know, is heavy sometimes. Yeah. And especially we've spoken about this before with the cancel culture and with, you know, people digging things from your past yep. or with people yeah. uh, misconstruing something you said. And then all of a sudden, this large platform that you built is tearing from, you down. It's, it's yep. the very thing that is tearing you down. Absolutely. And things, you know, you 
Also, things could be going so well and mm -hmm. people be applauding you and loving you like crazy mm -hmm. and you're not being canceled. They aren't talking negatively about you. And that very thing, if not, uh, you know, treated correctly and maintained correctly mm -hmm. and balanced can also be the very thing that kills you and brings yeah. you down. Yeah. And in, in the literal sense, in the mental sense, in the sense emotionally, you know, we also have to be careful because there are people who start off as people that didn't have the intention to be influential or anything like that. You know, people that, you know, were using their gifts for God. Now we're talking spiritual, um, wind up getting viral, wind up, um, getting a big uh, following and stuff like that or whatever, you know, and with that comes the perks because, you know, comes the little blue check mark, comes the people that want to do collaborations, comes the, the, the people that want you to represent them in one way or another, and making sure to maintain that God is still the center of everything you want to do, because it's very quick and easy to fall into the, the, the trap of being overwhelmed with everything that's going on, and you start putting God further and further back into the back burner, that now you have this fame, you have this notoriety, you have all the followers or whatever, but what you're doing now does not in any way, shape, or form go back to the original intent, which was to bring people to God, to, you know, impact people positively, spiritually, so that people can, you know, know who God is, know that God is real, know that God can heal them, know that God is their redeemer, their transformer, their this, you know, there's so many different facets uh, when it comes to the God that we serve, but it is a tricky slope to handle because you, you know, any, you know, it could happen to us where something we say can go viral, can explode, can get big. We start getting all this stuff that's happening or whatever. But we have to be able to maintain, like, regardless of how big it gets, regardless of who is a, looking at us or what the attention is, that God is still the center of the message that we put out with each and every one of our episodes. Right. And, you know, there's a verse in Ephesians chapter four that I often think about this, uh, you know, because as Christians, we're called to have influence. You know what I mean? Um, we're influenced by Christ. We receive and we, you know, uh, all have a calling. We all have a gift. We all have purpose that we receive. And it's our job now, you know, to impart those things and to be a blessing, right? And to influence others to, like you said, know Jesus and know who he is. Um, you know, Ephesians 4 um, says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. You know, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And it goes on to talk about unity in the spirit. But what I love is the part that says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received, right? If what you have received, you believe mm -hmm. is to be a person of influence. If it's, you know, using your gift, if you're a musician, a singer, a writer, you know, um, a great organizer, right? And mm -hmm. you organize big events and be, are able to produce big events, or you just give encouraging messages online and you believe that that's what God is using you for. You believe that's your calling. Live a life that's worthy of the calling that you have received. So with being an influencer, with being someone who's out there on social media or within a church or, you know, going around into different churches, there is a life that needs to be lived, you know, and there is a certain life that is worthy of the calling that we have received that we need to make sure that this isn't something that's just like you said, a blue check 
This mm-hmm. isn't something that, you know, people know that we're verified here on earth, yeah. right? That people know who we are. But at the end of the day, we know that we are living a life that's worthy of this calling. Yeah. And it tells you right there, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another. So it it literally gives you the formula of what you have to do. And mm-hmm. the first thing it says is be completely humble. Yeah. No, and I agree with that. It was funny because when you were talking, you were saying uh, what is like being verified, like everybody know you're verified and have a blue check here. And the like old school, you know, Christian mm-hmm. in me was like, you know, what does it matter that you have a blue check here if you don't have a blue check in the Bible and in the in the the book of names in heaven yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. this or whatever? Yeah. And is it's true. You know, it is very yeah. true. You know, we do think that it is important to have influencers in the world. You know, people that impact people positively, you know, and you don't have to be have a great following to be an influencer. You influence those in your household, those in your church, those at your workplace and stuff like that. You know, and a lot of times it happens unconsciously. You're not trying, you know, you're not waking up with the intention to I'm going to influence three people today. Right. Or Um, today I'm going to go viral. Yeah. you You know, you don't you don't wake up. There are people that do. But a lot of people do not <laughs> wake up with that intention. Yeah. Um, but do know that it happens. And that's what it comes down to yeah. intention. Yeah. It comes down to intention and motivation. What's your drive behind of life. wanting Jesus, that influence? <laughs> took me forever. You said to the get book it. of names. <laughs> but we all got the point. We all got the point. But yes, yeah, so the question is. You know, are we all influencers? And should we all right now put in our Instagram bio, right? <laughs> or TikTok <laughs> I am or an influencer, right? Yeah. But again, this idea of we all have a calling, we all have a gift, and we all yes. have a responsibility to make Jesus known. Yeah. And however we do that through our gifts, through our talents, through our all the things that he's given us, we need to make sure that it's clear mm-hmm. that what the focus is and what the center of what we do is. Yeah. And that is Jesus. So we want to thank all of you guys for once again tuning in to our latest episode. We thank all the people, all our new listeners. We've been getting such a flood of new listeners and people that are tuning in. We thank all of you guys. We thank our guests that have been on, you know, our last couple of episodes as well. You know, this is definitely a new venture for the two of us that we're very excited for. We're very, you know, blessed and, um, you know, honored for all the people that have joined us on this journey. And we ask you to continue to join us and to continue to push forward, you know, our episodes to other people so that it can be of blessing to them as well. Yes. And you can do that by subscribing to our podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, leave us um, a review. We greatly appreciate it. And like we said, that helps put our podcast in front of more people so definitely thank you so much for tuning in um and like eddie said you know to all our guests that have come on we you know know that they have been a blessing you know our conversations with them so if you haven't listened to our previous episodes we've had some great guests these last few weeks um so go back and check those out and we have episodes going back all the way to like our first season when we were doing this only on soundcloud right (laughs) way back when we had really kind of no idea what we were doing (laughs) right um but uh, you can check out all that great stuff. Yeah. And if you're listening to us now and you hear Miguel all the time saying subscribe, like, rate, and you haven't done it, please do so. 
Like it's it's a lot of times I am at fault of that where I have people who I love watching on YouTube or podcast or whatever that I love listening to that I haven't liked, subscribed or even left a comment or review on. So, you know, if you have to say, hey, Siri or hey, Google, please remind me to whatever, you know, do so so that yeah. you can take a little time. It literally takes less than five minutes to subscribe or to like or to leave a rating, a five star rating with amazing reviews uh, for us will be greatly appreciated. So once again, we want to thank you for tuning into the god life culture podcast that's god God life Life Culture. culture until next time see ya bye